This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 842. IELTS don't know nothing about native grammar errors. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Natives make grammar errors all the time. Some of these matter on IELTS, and some don't. We'll tell you which to watch out for so you can impress the examiner. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, my friend Aubrey. How's it going today? Excellent. I'm excited about this. I love <laughs> the uh, double negative in the title. It just is making me chuckle. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very funny. It Guys, is. we're we have such an amazingly interesting episode for you today to talk about native grammar slips. I want to make a, a quick note here before we get into these very entertaining and eye-opening examples um, about the importance and the not importance of grammar for your score. Guys, okay. you could still get a nine for grammar if you have some quote unquote slips characteristic of a native. It actually says that in the IELTS scoring rubric that examiners look at. And I know because I have it memorized because I looked at it for 14 years. So <laughs> you cannot break your brain, like we talked about last time, you cannot break your brain about grammar, right? Because um, that's not going to help your score. Having said that, the Facebook question that led to today's episode shows that this person is exposing themselves to a lot of native speaker English and thinking about it, internalizing it, reflecting on it. Guys, you have to be doing this. I know it's hard. I know it's challenging, confusing. And sometimes you're like, I can't understand what they're talking about at all. But guys, you have to be pushing yourself in this way if if you're going to score highly on IELTS, because it is a test that you need IELTS strategies for, of course, but you also need to improve your overall English. And you know what, guys? Three Keys IELTS is the only IELTS course that does that for you. Every other IELTS course is just like, here's some strategies, here's some quizzes. We're the only ones with a study plan that improves your English at the same time. Right, exactly. And so as you are reading and listening to podcasts and improving your overall English, a lot of the things you need for IELTS come better spelling, better um, ability to recognize parallels. As you're working to improve your overall English, that stuff just sort of comes, right? The more time you hear stuff, the more it gets in your head. I mean, yeah, exactly. that's just a fact, right? And where do we get ideas from? Where do we get native vocab that other students are not using? How could you sound more like a native and less like a student? That's by immersing yourself in as much English as possible. Okay, I'm going to get off my IELTS teacher <laughs> soapbox now. <laughs> and let's get 
these very entertaining examples of when natives make grammar errors. Yeah, so we, the this Facebook is stuff we do question. all the time. I know, yeah. right? I hear these all the time. The Facebook question was saying it was a British speaker, and they said, depending on what's my mood, I will. I hear that all the time, right? Instead yeah. of saying, depending on you know what my mood is, or depending on my mood. Yeah, we make mistakes like this all the time. It's a very native thing. It, it happens. And don't be stressed, like you were saying, about making these mistakes because they're pretty native errors. But some of them are really funny. <laughs> totally, totally. And just a note on that, guys. If an examiner heard you say that, depending on what's my mood, they would think you're making a grammar mistake. Yes. Okay. So like that's not one that I would try to do to sound like a native. It's not fair. I'm I'm here to say it's not fair for sure. Right. Because you're going to hear mean, it. <laughs> Right? Yeah. But on the IELTS exam, guys, that's not a mistake that you want to make. All right? So depending on what my mood is, it's longer. That's why natives don't use it, but that's what you have to say on the test. All right. So irregular verbs. We don't always like to use the irregular verbs correctly. (laughs) I know. This happens all the time. I'll hear like a good example is drink, drink and drunk. I'll hear people say, oh, I've drank a lot of water today. And I've probably said this myself because you hear it incorrectly so much that it sounds Uh right to say it wrong when really you should say, I have drunk a lot of water today. Totally. Yeah, that sounds wrong to me, even though I know grammatically it's correct. Right. Um, So (laughs) this this is a great example, guys, of something that you could say and still get a nine because native speakers say this all the time that it's acceptable at this point. Right. Honestly, the examiner might not even notice if you said drink instead of drunk because they hear it all the time. Yeah. Exactly. And if you ask a native speaker that's not a teacher or like an English expert like we are, then they probably think that is correct. Yeah, they might not even know. (laughs) I mean, yeah, if I heard a native say, I have drunk, I'd be like, you're drunk right now? Like, I wouldn't (laughs) understand what they were saying. It would be weird. Um, And oh my gosh, the verbs like lie down, lay down. Oh, yeah. We mess those up all the time. time. Yeah, you'll hear, I'm going to lay down on the couch, and it should be lie down. I'm going to lie down. But you're going to hear that all the time. It's very, native speakers say that all the time. Exactly. So that's another great one, guys, that we we say it constantly. It sounds correct to us. And you could say that on your speaking exam, and you wouldn't lose points for that. Okay? Again, examiner for 14 years. Please trust me. I know some of you are like, really? I don't believe you. Believe me. You're not going to get marked down for that. Um, That's the funny thing about a lot of these is speakers who are learning English often do this better than native speakers because they're learning the actual grammar. They know what it should be. And so they might be, yeah, doubting us. But a native speaker might listen to this and question us and be like, wait a minute. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Because we do it wrong all the time. That's so interesting. Um, The subjunctive. I love this. Now, this is a grammar rule that I do say correctly. And I do notice because like I I like being very grammatically correct when I speak. And I do notice other natives raising their eyebrows at me just like I sound too formal if I use it correctly. So, okay. Um, If you're talking about a completely imaginary situation that will never exist, right, then the verb changes in the conditional. So it's like, if I were president, but we don't say I were, we say I was, right? Right. Everyone will say, if I was president, yeah. 
Exactly. So that's grammatically incorrect to say if I was president, right? right? The correct one is if I were president. So that is one that I'm a stickler for, I must say. But I can also say that like most native speakers will say was instead of were. I love that you say it's so true. If you say it accurately, sometimes native speakers will even look at you like you're, uh, like you're saying it wrong because they hear it incorrectly so often. Yeah, totally. Here's my um, question, as, Jessica. Do you yeah. ever correct native speakers if they use this incorrectly? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to. But if it's a close friend and it's just like a jokey thing, for sure. I will correct them because like they'll already make fun of me for being so picky about language. So then it's like a joke and it's fine. Um, I try not to because that's like rude to correct I know, another it's native true. speaker. I try not to correct me because they always are either offended or annoyed. Totally. So I try not to, but I always think it in my head. I'm like, oh. I know. <laughs> me too. Um, I'm like, did your mother teach you that English? Um, <laughs> So, guys, as far as that's concerned for IELTS in writing, definitely get that correct, guys. If you use that subjunctive correctly, that's very impressive. If you use it incorrectly, you're not going to be marked down to a five or anything because that is a difficult one to get correct. Yes. So it would not – it's not going to ding your score as much as like um, missing an article, which tons of students do. That's a common mistake, right? So this is a – if you're going to make a mistake, this is a good one to make. And I would say on speaking, guys, if you use this correctly, that is going to boom, that's going to like pop up your score. Totally, oh, yeah. Because I guarantee impressive. that examiner is going to hear that and and be extremely impressed that you're able to use the subjunctive correctly when a lot of natives can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. All right, guys, we have four more super entertaining examples of native grammar mistakes coming up and advice on if they're important for IELTS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Aubrey. So explain this double negative thing to me because this is also in the title of today's episode. Yes. So we used a double negative in the title intentionally. If you hear someone say, I don't know nothing about that. (laughs) (laughs) I would never say that, by the way. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't use double negatives, would you? But we hear them. All the time, all the time, right? So if you use both the word that negates, like nothing or no or not, you're making the sentence negative. But if you Mm -hmm. also have like, I don't know, then you're making it negative twice, which makes a positive. (laughs) Exactly. Think think about math, guys. The negative plus the negative is the positive. That's a thing um, in grammar math. So this is, yeah, natives do... Say all stuff the time, like this, all the time. And so if we gonna, say, yeah. if we say we don't know nothing about native grammar, that actually means we know a lot about native I grammar know. errors. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the two negatives cancel each other out. And guys, I mean, is this important for IELTS? The thing is, as you are immersing yourself in English, you're going to be watching movies and TV shows. You're going to hear some characters speak like this. 
but it's not correct, and you should not do that on IELTS unless you're making a joke. I think that's a mm. whole other high-level thing to do. If you make it obvious that you're making a joke, right, if the examiner is like, um, what is your opinion on modern art? <laughs> and you're like, uh, I don't know nothing about that. Just kidding. I know that's wrong, but I really don't know anything about it. Then that would be funny to like say oh, it yeah. wrong. And or then, call it out. You could say, uh, that's yeah. funny because it's a double negative. I actually right? know that a lot. Or Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> all right. And we have another piece of advice here about countable nouns. And I just want to congratulate Aubrey on her recent very popular YouTube video on IELTS Energy TV. Guys, yes, we thank you. are almost up to like 65,000 subscribers on there. So if you're not a subscriber on IELTS Energy TV, you need to get in there. Yeah, it was really fun to do my first video and to watch all the views. It's so fun how many subscribers we have. And there's a reason for that because it's excellent content. Like from IELTS experts, they know they're getting the best information. So the video that I did just last week, it's about um, countable nouns and natives make mistakes here all the time. All so, the time. Yeah, all the time. So like if, you, if you're not sure whether to say the group is or the group are, like that's tricky. And I went over specifically some words plethora, myriad, and multitude, because this is tricky for natives and non-native speakers, definitely. I would say natives just go back and forth because they both sound correct. Exactly. Because the they hear both. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I would say as um, on your speaking test, this again, this isn't a small little rule to worry about, right? Right. Well, what is the advice you give students in your video, Aubrey. Oh, yeah. I gave them a really good tip that you can force the plural by saying like the members of the group are. Yes. And then you know you're getting it right every time. That's a great trick. Uh, awesome. I love it. Um, all right. I'm going to talk about one that I find pretty funny because natives say this all the time. So subject of a sentence. Is it I? Is it me? Which pronoun do we use? So what is the subject? What is the object? So the subject pronoun, of course, is I. And the object pronoun is me. But if we are talking about a we, like my friend and I, my friend and me, Natives mess this up all the time, right? Yeah. Oh, so constantly. It's simple to be like, I will go, but I would hear a lot of natives be like, my friend and me will go. And that's wrong. It's still a subject. You still have to say I. And the same at the end. Um, it's we it's easy to be like, my friend gave it to me. Like, of course that sounds correct, but I would hear a native say, my friend, um, he gave it to my friend and I, because like, for some reason they think that sounds formal and correct when actually it's just wrong. So don't. And lots of times it's because rule. they hear it both ways, right? They're hearing natives yep. mess this up. They're hearing it. And so it's harder to know what's right when you hear it both ways. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly. So this is a simple piece of advice, guys. It doesn't matter what the other um, pronouns are or nouns are. The correct personal pronoun is always going to be the same. I at the beginning, me at the end. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. This last one. I hear this all the time because where I grew up, we get we say this wrong all the time. And there's a lot of places in the United States where it's they just say this wrong, right? So That's if funny. someone asks you, how are you? People say, I'm good all the time. I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. When it's actually 
inaccurate, right? You would need to use the adverb and say, I'm well, because you're describing the verb of how you are. You're going to hear this wrong all the time. Don't correct people. (laughs) Like someone's just going to get annoyed if they say I'm good and you're like, do you mean I'm well? (laughs) No. Oh, that would be terrible. No, I say I'm good. Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody does. I would say like, that's not even grammatically incorrect anymore because it's it's, it's more so of like slang now. Yes, right for sure. Um, it's like accepted slang. Because like it's also like we say um, it's all good. Like yeah. we say that a lot too. So it's like the slangy way to say it. So very informally, yeah, I'm good. If I hear someone say I'm well, it sounds very formal. It sounds yes. very weird even though it's correct. I know, but it's I funny. would say as far as IELTS goes, guys – I would use the well, just so again, you're driving that point home that you are speaking in a correct way. You've thought about this, these English rules, um, right? So like, for example, in speaking part one, if the examiner says, how did you get to the test center today? You could be like, well, you know, I woke up super early and I almost uh, missed my train coming here, but you know what? Now... I'm well and I'm ready to speak to you or something. Nice. Excellent, right? Or even if they just say, how are you? If you say, I'm well, instead of I'm good, they're going to be like, ooh, impressive. <laughs> because almost everyone would say yeah. I'm good, even though it's incorrect. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't happen a lot on the IELTS speaking test anymore, guys, because the examiner has to start the recording as soon as you enter the room. So IELTS is trying to make the examiners um, like not have any small talk. So don't be surprised if the examiner doesn't ask you how you are. It's, it'll throw you off because we usually do, but don't see, be surprised if they don't anymore. That's like a it's a weird recent change as of last year. So okay, guys, if you're wondering what you would get on the IELTS exam if you took it today. We can tell you we've built this amazing online tool, guys, a very short quiz you can take, get your estimated band score and free resources just for your level. So check it out, guys. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Yeah, it was nice chatting with you today, Jessica. I love these, the the mistakes that all of us make, all, all of the native speakers. And, you know, most of us are never going to do it right because we hear it wrong all the time. And that's okay. I know. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it all comes back to connection, not perfection. Exactly. Right? And not worrying about these things that won't change your IELTS score. And, you know, those are the two takeaways, I think, for today. <laughs> all right, Aubrey. Thanks for chatting. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.